And now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. We're coming to you from all the back roads on the turnpikes and the interstates and up and down the, the dirt roads. Yep. We're just finding music laying around all over the place. There's lots of it out that's there. That's what we do. Yep, that's what we do. And uh, we like to start with a brief definition of exactly what Americana music is. There's a lot of opinions, of course. Oh, of course, and we have our own. And we have our own, and our own is that it's music with distinctive American, American roots. roots yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that, it, having said that, it, it could be rock. It could be pop. It could be big band. Bluegrass. Swing. Jazz. Um, heavy metal. Heavy metal. <laughs> Gospel. <laughs> Gospel. Yeah. Yeah, whatever we say it is. That's, that's right. what it is. So there's a lot of it there. And uh, the format of the show is that each of us shows up each, each week with a fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other. And we were hanging out in the kitchen, you know, just a little bit talking uh-huh. about, and you would not disclose, and I did not disclose. That's right. We've stuck to that. We both have something uh, kind of simmering on the back burner right, right you now. You said, oh, I've got something good today. <laughs> I said, oh, I bet it's not as good what else, what I've got. That's true. I guess we'll see. Yeah. So um, we take turns starting the show. And uh, Leo, you started it last week. I did. So you're up. I am. And uh, we're going to do a tune by the Boswell sisters. Okay. Of course we are. Okay. All right. So, you know, they were close harmony singing uh, of the jazz and swing era. Uh, There were three sisters, Martha, Connie, and Helvita. Helvita. Helvetia. 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 They called her Vet. Oh, well, of course. They didn't this seriously. Of course. Uh, but Martha and Connie, there's a Kansas City uh, connection. They were born in Kansas City. Oh, really? Yeah. And Helvetia was born in uh, Alabama, but they ended up in New Orleans. And uh, they, it's really interesting. Um, they, they say that um, the trio's unique singing style and groundbreaking arrangements fused blackness and whiteness in music mm. and their collaborations with the pre- preeminent white swing musicians of the day of course the dorsey brothers glenn miller benny goodman Artie shaw you know the, right. the big four had a profound effect on the development of the big bounce band sound in the 30s and scholars claim that the boswell sisters made real jazz commercially viable destigmatizing the music and opening its appreciation to the wider American public. I can't even say destigmatizing. I can't either. That's a big word. Yeah. Lots of syllables. I, I had to go into a zone of to do that. Of course you did. Uh, but it's interesting, too. Now, later on, they, they moved to New York City, and they signed a contract with Brunswick Records. Mm-hmm. And uh, the producer was a guy named Jack Cap. And it says, these Brunswick recordings are widely regarded as milestones recordings of vocal jazz. This is really interesting. So this was in the 30s, okay? Right. They did a radio program for CBS 31 to 33, and then 31 to 35, they had this contract. 
uh, and they stopped singing in 36. So just to <laughs> just, put it all like that, put it all in there. It said, um, for these recordings, the Boswells took greater liberties, regularly changing style, tempi, modality, lyrics, time signatures, and voicing, both instrumental and vocal, to create unexpected textures and effects. Wow. Connie was responsible for most of that. She would like, uh, she, she'd slow it up, she'd speed it up, uh, and then she changed from major to minor. Oh, <laughs> really? Like right in the middle of a phrase. Wow. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. They said they were among the few performers who were allowed to make changes to current popular tunes. Because uh, during this era, music publishers, record companies, you know, they pressure performers not to alter. You know, they, right. hey, this works. We're sticking with the Cover, formula, cover, right? cover. Yep, yep. So, so anyway... Uh, I I just found that really fascinating. I've I've listened to them over the years, but but it's and fun. tell me the name of the group again. The Boswell sisters. The Boswell sisters. I okay. think you'll recognize them. Okay. You know, you had the Andrews sisters, and you kind of had some yeah, of these sisters yeah, yeah. acts. But uh, anyway, so let's give this one a listen. Uh, the Boswell sisters doing. There'll be some changes made. Changing the weather, changing the sea. From now on, there'll be a change in me. My walk will be different. My talk and my name. Nothing about me is gonna be the same I'm gonna change my way of living If that ain't enough Then I'll change the way that I strut my stuff Nobody wants you when you're old and gray There'll be some changes made today There'll be some changes made Now they stop on, <laughs> it's on an up note there. 
Yeah. Kind of left me hanging, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're fun. Hey, you know, we're going to have to talk to the park managers when we get to these places and see if they can get us a little further away from the highway. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because, you know, those Jake breaks. Yeah, they come right through uh, the side they of our They come camper. right through. So. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We'll, we'll deal with it. Yeah, well, uh, we'll, we'll put that in our contract. <laughs> put our contract. <laughs> yeah. S- such as it isn't. Right. Yeah. All right, Leo. Well, what are you going to follow that up with? Uh, I think in our last show, I featured a, a song by Aaron Till. Yes, you did. The novelty song about, you know, learning with the old 45 or 78. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, on another uh, another aspect, he brought to mind uh, a song that he also recorded on that album, which is called Your Time's Coming. Oh, yeah. And I, that's such a great song. Uh-huh. As I recall, the lyrics were actually written by Shel Silverstein and... Uh, uh, let's see, who else was it? It was, um, I'll tell you in a minute. It'll come to me. All right. Uh, anyway, it's, this, Farron Young was a very interesting guy. And like a lot of country artists, which I will continue to feature in, in my segments here, uh, he also was an actor. And they, these guys back in the 40s were doing whatever they could to make a living. And so they were really diversified. But this kid was, uh, was born in um, Shreveport, Louisiana in February of 1932. And he was the youngest of six children. And the thing is, they they had a dairy farm, all right? Okay. That the family um, operated outside of the city. Uh, And he dreamed of growing up to be a pop singer. Wow. He wanted to sing pop music. But uh, he joined some friends, and they went to listen to uh, some uh, Hank Williams (laughs) concerts. And in particular, they went to uh, see a show where he performed nine encores wow on the louisiana hayride oh sure now that show keeps coming up in conversations sure it does. Uh, between you and i so anyway he said nope i'm going to be a country singer <laughs> so wow so he switched and he he, he performed at, at a local optimus club and and then webb pierce who we have not featured on this show yet right. we probably should we should he brought him in and uh, to bring on the hayride and everything anyway he just went on to become a better and better player and singer so during the 1950s, uh, he starred in four low-budget films, and they were called Hidden Guns, Daniel Boone, Trailblazer, Riders of Old California. And, and he was a frequent guest also on um, variety shows and everything. Anyway, Farron Young was a hell of a singer. This is a funny song. Uh-huh. It's a funny song. And it's called Your Time's Coming. Belonged to someone else at the time But lonely looking women Are a weakness of mine So I bought all she said About the love he never gave her Figured I'd just love her some And do us both a favor Just as I got up to leave He walked through the door And I guess I thought He'd be surprised But he looked at me as if to say he'd been there before Then he offered me this word to the wise He said, you know she's a cheater, son But you believe that you're the one who's got a lot of what it takes to change her And I've no doubt that you can't get her You ain't much, but that don't matter Nothing suits her better than a stranger And the stranger man the better And the chances are she'll set her eyes on you 
The next time she goes slumming So just sit back and wait your turn, boy You got lots of time to learn, boy Cool it while you can Cause your time's coming That in time it happened Just like he said And soon enough her shoes Were sitting under my bed And I'll confess I did my best to prove That man had lied But nothing short of suicide Could keep her satisfied So buddy, losing her to you Was just a matter of time And it's her time for finding Something new Nothing I can say is gonna make you change your mind So I'll just give the same advice to you You know she's a cheater, son But you believe that you're the one Who's got a lot of what it takes to change her And I've no doubt that you can't get her You ain't much, but that don't matter Nothing suits her better than a stranger And the stranger man the better And the chances are she'll set her eyes on you The next time she goes slumming So just sit back and wait your turn, boy You got lots of time to learn, boy Cool it while you can Cause your time's coming I said cool it while you can Your time's coming Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Right there. That's uh, real fun. Okay, listen, I think it's back to you. It is. And what do you got? Remember our pal Katie Joe? Of course I do. She's like your area. mouthpiece, man. Oh, boy, she's great. She turned me on to this, um, this group quite a while back, and I've been trying to get to them, and, and we're just going to do that today. Um, it, the group is called Shane Smith and the Saints. Okay. So they're kind of, to me... Um, kind of cross uh, country, maybe bluegrass, um, and they call it roots music, so that's appropriate too. So um, I'm just going to read this. I think it's pretty cool. It says, um, just play the first 10 seconds of The Mountain, which is a song we're going to hear, which opens Geronimo, which is an album from Shane Smith and the Saints, um, robust acapella. That's easy for you to say. No, it's not. Robust acapella four-part <laughs> harmonies set the stage for a saga of family tragedy, a young son's revenge, and a blaze burning eternally in a Pennsylvania mine. It, all that in one song? All that in one song. Wow. And uh, so anyway, it it's really cool. It's got a, a just a great acapella start to it and a nice beat. And, uh, you know, just it's, it's great kind of new country bluegrassy stuff. I like it. Thank you, Katie, for this. Shane Smith and the Saints, The Mountain. Take me home to the mountain The land my mother used to sing But beware the mouth of the dragon In his lungs of cold In his love 
Goosebumps. Isn't that nice stuff? That is really, really good. You know, it, I just love it. Um, you know, people set us off on these rabbit holes and stuff. Yep. We discovered stuff we never knew existed. That's been an educational process all along, yeah, hasn't it? Yeah. Thanks again, Katie. That was real nice. Hey, I think we're about out of time. Oh, good Lord. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's time we need to take a quick break. As, we do. as usual, tomorrow's well, moving day. Our, tomorrow's moving day. Uh, hey, grab that tire gauge. Yeah. Maybe check that, uh, fr- uh, that front. That front one. Mm-hmm. That's pesky. We may. Yeah. I'm a little worried about that yeah, one. Yeah, I don't know. We'll huh? just keep pumping air in. Okay, we'll right. pump air in. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we'll be back pretty quick. Uh, this is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. Well, we're back again. We are at the Shady Grove. Yeah, we are at the Shady Grove RV Park uh, this week in Shady Spring, West Virginia. Shady Spring. Now, listen, yeah. I, I was checking this out. You know, we've been here for a couple of days now. Uh-huh. And the, it's not a big town, you know. Yeah. It's, the population is about 3,000 people. Yeah, we're used to that. We're used to that. It's a nice little town and everything. But the, the name uh, came from a, a nearby spring that they got out here. We went out there. Remember, it was good yeah. fishing and stuff and everything. Right. Uh, and anyway, it turns out it, that the little spring itself was like an enduring landmark, you know. Uh, and it was, was never... it enduring or endearing? Yeah. Both. Both. Okay. Just curious. You are so deep. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the spring isn't that deep, though. <laughs> we, you know, I don't think we were supposed to actually go swimming in it. Oh, Yeah. Well, we may be uh, we may be in trouble for that. Well, we got so used to it. We went to that bubbling spring the a couple bubbling weeks ago. Spring, yeah, yeah. We had the suits. It's too much fun. <laughs> so uh, anyway, anyway, it's a great town, and the, there's the uh, the first business, which I think is still open. We went by there. I don't know if we stopped. Uh, was the Pioneer Inn and Tavern? Yeah, right? and it was established in 1832. So it's a good town with oh, good history. Yeah. You know, it's, we've had a lot of fun here. Well, maybe we can go there tonight before we leave. Maybe yeah, uh, like just before we leave. <laughs> good point. <laughs> well, you know, people ask us. They say, 
Derriere's. Uh, why is it that you travel all across this great country of ours uh, doing your show from various Shitty Grove RV parks across the country? Well, because we don't have a, a, a like a ranch. We don't have a ranch like our compadres yeah, do. Yeah, compadres have ranches. You know, they, they all have, com- have ranches. I mean, for instance, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rockin' Diamond R Ranch in the Dos Cabezas Mountain. Dos Cabezas. Yeah. I just love to say that. Yeah, I know you do. I know. Yeah. Uh, Alan Bailey, the Swing and Gate Ranch. Yep. Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch. Never been invited. Uh, not yet. Uh, Orrin Friesen, the Rock and Banjo Ranch. That's correct. And we've got this That's old our RV. RV. Yeah. Right. It's exactly. a nice RV. And we're still waiting for good name yeah. suggestions, you know? Yep, yep. yep. Uh, we've had to throw for, out a few of those, Yeah, though. Rex. I, I kind of like yours, Rex, but we, we'll keep that and maybe, unless we get something better. <laughs> <laughs> so, Leo, I think, uh, I think it's back to you. It is definitely back to me. All right. What do you got? Well, you remember I spent some time uh, back in my younger days as a, uh, a, a, an oldies DJ. Right. Right. And there was this band that I used to like to play uh, on my DJ shows. I love this group. But here's the interesting thing. Uh, this band was originally called Chocolate Hair. <laughs> Never heard of them. <laughs> well, you didn't know them by that name. They were, they were good. They were from out of the Denver area, right? Okay. And uh, a good band. They, they had a really good sound to them. Anyway, they uh, they submitted some demos. Liberty Records just keeps coming up in our, yeah, in our conversation. Sure. So Liberty Records signed them, and but they had submitted two demos. Now you know how demos work in right. in the business. You you go to the studio and you spend all your own money, you know, and you do the best possible job. You put a song or two together, and then you submit it to the record company. Right. And if they think it's good, they go. Great, that's perfect. Let's go to the studio and do it all over again. Exactly. You know. Exactly. And then, then so then you owe them back. You got to pay them back <laughs> for the studio time, for the studio production. time, and the engineers, yeah. and all the records. Yep. And you got to work all that off before you ever make any money. <laughs> yeah, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. We mm. know about that. Anyway, but in this case, Chocolate Hair delivered such a good product on these first two songs that they submitted that they just included them on the album's release. They didn't change a thing about them. Wow. I mean, they were that good. But just before the album came out, uh, they decided that maybe Chocolate Hair wasn't a good name. You know, it's, again, another recurring theme. <laughs> another recurring yes. thing. Bad band names. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a show on that. We could do that. We might do that sometime. So they said, yeah, and they were afraid that it might be considered racist, basically. Oh, wow. Right? So they suggested a name change. And the band had no issue with that. So they were living out in Colorado, and there's a mountain outside of Boulder, right? Oh, right. And it's called Sugarloaf. Ah. So they changed the name of the band to Sugarloaf. Oh, cool. I never knew that. And they had two really good hits. They had, uh, but the one I like is less played. It's Anyway, it's a great song from 1974. This is Sugarloaf doing Don't Call Us, We'll Call You. Assistance, every quote two on two. Say, hey, Emma, this is Mr. Rhythm and Blues. He said hello and put me on hold. To say the least, the cat was cold. He said, Don't call us, child, we'll call you. I said, You got my number? He said, Yeah, I got when you walked in the door.
it. Could you relate to our quarter track champion, though? The band performs in the nude. He said, uh-uh, don't call us, child. We'll call you. answer you hate to hear yeah well you've just auditioned you know oh yeah baby <laughs> that's right that's a good groove i Cho- like that chocolate hair baby yeah okay let's see uh oh it's your turn it is um boy i'm gonna take a chance on this one this is just so goofy um the guy's name is jenkins tex carmen okay okay i can't even guess you would never have heard of him okay. i don't think chocolate hair not oh okay he was born in 1903, um, and he <laughs> he was known for playing the Hawaiian guitar, okay? He uh-huh. met a guy early in life that played Hawaiian guitar, and he was infatuated with it, okay? So his musical abilities were rather limited, consisting of simple, single-note runs repeated with little attention given to, to a steady rhythm or conventional timekeeping. Is this Bob Wills? <laughs> the same era. Carmen's sloppiness was made worse by his heavy drinking, and he often did not bother to tune his guitar. (laughs) His singing voice was similarly ragged, having a nasal twang and limited range. In spite of his musical limitations, Carmen remained popular with audiences due to his distinctive sound, easygoing charm, and humor. He he fancied himself a cowboy. Okay. So he'd dress up in these outlandish cowboy outfits, and sometimes he'd wear an Indian headdress on stage. (laughs) Just for the hell of it. Just because he could, I guess. So he he ended up, he became a popular performer on television. I'm telling you, I should have preempted this by saying, this is a song for us, for you and me, being backup singers and players. Okay, yeah. You know how... You try to a guy that skips beats and jumps and speeds up and slow down, and what I challenge it is you got to stay with him. Still, you know, stay with him. Okay. Yep. Uh huh. So um, he ended up. He he was um, he got in uh, to contact um, with Cliffy Stone. 
Okay, we've talked about Cliffy Stone mm-hmm. before, right? Mm-hmm. Cliffy Stone introduced him to Capitol Records, a, a guy named Ken Nelson, who signed him to a contract in 1951. So, um, so he uh, started these recording sessions, and um, now he he always performed solo. But Nelson insisted that he have a session band. <laughs> oh, now, he lined up a session band. Listen to this, man. It was These were all-stars. Joe Maphis on electric guitar and banjo. Jimmy Bryant, electric yeah. guitar. Cliffy Stone bass. Eddie Kirk guitar. Wow. Jimmy Pruitt, piano. And Harold Hensley, fiddle. Good grief. I mean, these were stars, you know. How could you go wrong? <laughs> well... <laughs> He said the band had trouble adapted to playing with Carmen, who was not used to playing with other musicians. His unwillingness to stay to a steady beat or regular chord changes left band members scrambling to keep track of the songs. (laughs) (laughs) So, enough said. Enough said. So he did this song called The Artillery Song, where he does special effects on the guitar and everything. Now, I don't believe that this recording was with that uh, star uh, band, but it'll give you an idea of what he was doing and just listen to the band try to keep up with him. So this is Jenks Tex Carmen doing the artillery song. Friends, this is Tex Carmen, the Dixie Cowboy. Going in battle right on the old guitar, going to imitate the drum, fife, cannons, and bugles. Hear the wagon soldiers shout And the caissons go rolling along For it's high, high, hey In the field artillery Shout out the numbers loud and strong One, two, three Where'er you may go You may always know That the caissons go rolling along Even when he 
he's counting one, two, three, he can't stay on it. No, he can't stay on it. I mean, that is every backup musician's nightmare. And, we, and we both snorted. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> oh, man, that's well, bizarre. Well, you know, if we didn't play it, who would? Nobody. Okay. Okay. But we, we, are, we are in a ditch now. Yeah, we're kind of in a ditch. So are we going to try and get out? Or are, you, are we going to stay there? We what's might your, as well stay in the ditch. What's your choice? My ditch, my okay. ditch, my, my ditch includes a band that is pretty bizarre and, and lovely, and I, I, I swear to love these guys. Uh, these guys are—I hesitate to call them a, um, uh, a parody band. They really weren't. They were—you know how uh, spontaneous combustion. What we did would we would take good pop songs, you know, and yep. do them in the bluegrass style, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, these guys—they uh, formed a band called Run C and W. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> one of the best albums, in my opinion, it's something that's on my permanent playlist. But these guys, they were an American novelty bluegrass band. It was early in the, uh, it was 1990s. I remember when, I, when the album first came out, I bought it and I went, oh, this is bizarre. And then I realized they were really playing very, very well. Yeah, yeah, they do it well. It's just some crazy ideas. Well, listen, the band was comprised of, of uh, veteran musicians, including Russell Smith, who is formerly with the Amazing Rhythmazes. Yeah, right? okay, right, I remember that name. Banjos is Bernie Leiden. He was with the Eagles. Holy cow. Right? And, and the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. And then a couple of Nashville songwriters uh, that kind of joined in, and they put together this band called Run DMC. I mean, Run, oh, run. It, that was one of the takeoffs was. Right. It was a Run C&W. It was a takeoff run on Run DMC and, and Country and Western. So anyway, they had a, a fictitious band. Uh, that they put together, it was a kind of a, a family band, right? And uh, it was they were called the Burns Brothers. Oh, I kind of remember this a little bit. They they, they called them the, the and they were non-identical quadruplets. <laughs> Good concept. <laughs> it was, so there was the names were um, Crashin' Burns. Okay. Okay. Wash Burns. <laughs> Side Burns. And the last one was named Rug Burns. <laughs> and their dad was known as Dad Burns. <laughs> and their mother was Augusta Auburns. <laughs> funny, funny stuff. But listen, once they started playing, they were covering R&B songs. Oh, yeah. And they did a great job of it. So this was actually a medley of their hit. <laughs> All right. Okay. This is a medley. This is Run C&W. They're doing a, a, a mashup, more or less, of What I Say, Superstition, and Stop in the Name of Love from 1993. Well, this is the very first song we ever recorded professionally with the famous archivist, Mr. Alan Lummis. We're going to try to do it for you right now, just like we did back then in front of Fred's Chicken Pick in left-hand Missouri. Hey, baby, don't treat me wrong. Come and love me down all night long. Hey, hey, all right. Tell me what I say. Tell you more, tell you more. I'm going to send you back to Arkansas. Hey, hey. 
so good. Made me feel 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 so good. For a minute, I thought we were on a um, Marshall Allen Bailey show there. <laughs> <laughs> Sound effects, baby. Oh, man. Hey, look at the time. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, we got to go uh, Go out and finish up getting ready, uh, roll up the awning, and, and pick up the trash. Pick up the trash. Yep. So. Oh, and those little lights you put up out there, yeah. they got blown around in the wind pretty bad. We yeah. have to take them back to the Walmart, I think, and yeah. see if we can get a refund. Okay. Yeah, they'll do that. They'll do that. All right. Okay. Well, we'll be back pretty quick. Uh, this is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. Backing up, 
Well, you know, that's what we do. We do. We back, we back up. up. Yeah, that's kind of our Because thing. we are the, the derriers. That's right. what we do. We back up. Yeah. Well, hey, we got quite a little thunderstorm going on here. You right. Know? It's yeah. raining pretty hard, you know, yeah. some thunder. Yeah. Well, I hope it... Um, Hope we had that windshield is fixed. I haven't seen the leak recently. So. But the windshield wiper on the passenger side works just fine. It does. The, the yeah. one on the driver's side, not so much. Well, but so. you, you, that guy can navigate. <laughs> That's right. Just reach out there. <laughs> no, no, just say, little right, a little, right. little bit left. Whoop, 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 whoop. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. got to do what you got to do. You know, we like to take this part of the show and uh, suggest that people go to our websites. All of them. All of them on, right. on all the internet. All of the internets, and, yes. And come see us on the Facebooks. The Facebooks. All those. Uh, but uh, our internets are, are uh, the com. Right. And? And we have a band website. Right. It's called 3trailswest, number 3. Right. Dot com. Yeah. And uh, we have, have a lot of... Uh, Content, content yeah, there, you know. Do, and, yeah. yeah, and if you go look at it, you will be contented, contented yes. For sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, if you want to get a hold of us, you can contact, contact us at our fancy email address. We have email addresses you can get right to us. Mine is Roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. And mine is Leo, no D, of course, at thederrieres.com. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, hey, you know, the other thing you can do at our website, go to the Americana Roadshow tab and you can download any of our past episodes and listen listen to them at your leisure. Which is what we do when we're driving around. Yeah. We just listen to ourselves all the time. Because we are men of leisure. We are. You should see our suits. <laughs> Our leisure suit. Yes, and you know, as our buddy Mike Carr says, go, go nowhere without the derriers. Absolutely. Well, Leo, I think we need to reel things in just a little bit. Things got a little crazy on that last yeah. set, you know. We got in the ditch, and it was, when you get too far in the ditch, it's just hard to drive it's out. It's hard yeah. to, you know, sometimes you need a wrecker. That's right, you need a wrecker. So, uh, uh, I'll be that wrecker, and okay. uh, I'm going to pull us out of that ditch. Uh, and I want to thank our buddy Dave Irwin. Uh, he turned me on to this group. They're called the Radio Wranglers. Okay. Okay, and they're, they out of, they're out of Wisconsin. Uh, it says they are heavily influenced by the sounds of the 30s, 40s, and 50s, uh, with influences ranging from country and western, western swing, and honky-tonk. Honky-tonk. All kind of people. All kind of people. So um, they, uh, you know... People like Bob Wills, Ernest Tubb, Milton Brown, Jack Guthrie, Tex, you know, all those guys that we like and listen to. Um, and and here's, why I, here's one thing I like about these guys. They do a song that we do, and actually one of my favorite tunes, which is the Andy Parker tune, Roman in Wyoming. Roman, oh yeah, yeah, I love that tune. Okay, so, you know, Andy Parker had a, a few different arrangements of that tune. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, the Sons of the Pioneers had different arrangements of their songs. Um, but the one that I like the best has this really syncopated twin fiddle and accordion part. Oh, da 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah that yeah, we yeah. replicated on our, our CD. Right. Marvin Grunbaum and uh, yeah. Ken Laverne. Ken Laverne did it. I yeah. remember they worked, uh, God, they worked for hours when they we were did. down at the lake one. one yeah, down at Silver Dollar City. Silver Dollar City, yeah. So uh, this, this group is fronted by the twin fiddle team of Blaine and Ruthie McQuinn on fiddle and vocals. And then there are also Ed Novak on rhythm guitar and Mike Hobson on doghouse bass. But, but they, here's what I like about them. They play that part. They didn't cheat. They learned that twin fiddle part. They did it with fiddle instead of right. accordion. And it's really nice, and it's really sweet, and they do a great job of Roman in Wyoming. I've got a longing to go in a cool breeze's boat Across the lazy valley in the gloaming Cause every hour is a day so 
place I know where a guy can't forget to roll. Just give me high mountain air where there's prairie to spare and a cabin there to make my home in. And give me plenty of range and I'll live for a change. That's nice, isn't it? Real sweet. Yeah. You know, one thing I like about that song is it uses the word gloaming. Gloaming is a good word. Right. Yeah. You hardly ever hear that. It should be used. We're going to use it more. We are. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to say, oh, I'm going to go home in the gloaming. In, in the gloaming. In the gloaming. Yeah, it's kind of gloaming out right it's, now. It's, glo- it's pretty gloaming out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Leo. Well, uh, what are you going to follow that up with? Oh, well, okay. So a friend of ours, our, our buddy here on the on the radio station, Oren Friesen, yeah. uh, he featured a, a, a guy named, his name was, given name was Shelby Frederick Woolley. Wow. Sheb Woolley, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, and the guy was really, he, this is a pretty interesting story about this guy. I mean, let's a little background on him. He was born in uh, April of uh, 1921. And um, he, he from Eric, Oklahoma. I think that's right. Yeah, it was called Eric, Oklahoma. And anyway, he, uh, he wrote a lot of music and played a lot of music, and he acted a lot. He did a lot of movies and stuff. But one of the novelty songs he did was The Purple People Eater. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna, I want to feature that one. That's what I'm going to play. Oh, okay. good. But, just, but you're going to appreciate it more if you, if you think about what his background is like. This guy played a lot of different characters. Uh, a guy named Travis Cobb and the outlaw Josie Wells was one of them. Mm-hmm. And um, he, uh, he, he, let's back up a little bit more. He learned to uh, ride horses. He was a really good horseman. And he was a working cowboy. And later he was an accomplished rodeo rider. So at the age of 15, he had a talent for music, and he formed and played in the country-western band, the Playview Melody Boys. 
Um, and they did, you know, they did the regular um, TV and, I mean, radio shows back in the day. And then later right. he did TV. Now, listen to this. His first marriage, he got married for the first time in 1940. And uh, the girl was 17 years old. And her name was Melva Miller, who was a cousin to Roger Miller. Oh, my. All right. And uh, he became friends with Roger Miller when he lived in Oklahoma. And he taught him how to play guitar and bought him his first fiddle. Gee whiz. All right. So this guy was mentoring other musicians when he came along. Now, here's one of the most interesting things that I found about this guy. You look like you're about to pop. Oh, man. I can't wait. This is one of the <clears throat> best things of all time. So he was in a movie um, called A Distant Drums, right? Okay. And he was playing a character in this movie. And uh, anyway, they, they, had, they were doing sound effects for the movie and everything. Well, they, they had a casting call for actors that were already, you know, cast for the film because they needed a sound effect. Okay. What they needed was a scream. Wow. <laughs> they needed a guy to scream. So the, uh, the scream is usually... Now, the, the first time it was used is when this guy, he's in, this, in the Calvary, right? He gets shot in the thigh with an arrow. Yeah, that, and he screams. Yeah, I think I would. Uh, I would. Well, I might not be able to say anything. <laughs> but but now, Louis, so they they say, okay, they cast this thing, and they say, we need some guys to come in here and scream. <laughs> so, nice. So he and two or three other guys go in, and they, they, they scream, right? Well, the one they picked was his. Wow. Okay, so they used it in that movie. And, and they said, and then they started using it in more and more movies. The same scream? The same scream. I mean, they didn't have him come back and no, do another scream. It became part of their stock sound effect usage. That he did they the had. perfect scream. He did the perfect scream. <laughs> so, so they kept using it. And they said they, the scream is usually used when someone is shot, falls from a great height, or is thrown from an explosion. <laughs> now, now, here's the thing. It's got an actual name. The sound effect. Okay. It's, it's called uh, the William Scream. Okay. Wilhelm. Wilhelm Scream. Okay. Uh, okay. It's named after the character which it was first used for, which okay. was the private that was shot in the thigh in the movie. Private Wilhelm. Private Wilhelm. Okay. Okay. So they, listen, they have used this scream sound in over 400 <laughs> movies since then. So does he get residuals on this? No. No, he, no, didn't. he doesn't get any residuals. Oh, that's too he bad. Said, he said uh, later on in life, he said I, he used to joke about the fact he was so great about screaming and dying. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, no, wait a minute. Hold on. This is what the scream sounds like. Okay. That's, that's a perfect scream. That's good. Let's listen to it again. That's a perfect oh, scream. That's great. That's scream. a great scream. That's a 400 timer right that's there. That's a 400 right timer. Yeah. And it's been using, I'm serious. They, they, there's, we'll post a link uh -huh. to a short video, uh, a video that you can find on YouTube. That has a shows how many times this thing has been used in movies. Wow! All right, they could have given him like a dollar a they time or didn't something. Give him a, if they'd have given him a dollar, he'd be like he'd have four hundred dollars. I mean, that's better than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, multifaceted guy. Seriously, wow. uh, Sheb Willie, and he, he was a great singer, a great songwriter, a great actor, and we remember him for the Purple People Eater from nineteen fifty eight. <laughs> I saw the thing coming out of the sky It had a one long horn and one big eye Like a mister shaking in the city 
It looks like a purple people eater to me. It was a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. Sure looks strange to me. Well, he came down to earth and he lit in the tree. I said, Mr. Purple People Eater, don't eat me. I heard him say in a voice so gruff, I wouldn't eat you cause you're so tough. It was a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. Sure looks strange to me. I said, Mr. Purple People Eater, what's your line? He said, eating purple people and it sure is fine. But that's not the reason that I came to land. Bless my soul, rock and roll, flying purple people eater. Pigeon toed, undercoat, flying purple people eater. Friendly little people eater, what a sight to see. And then he swung from the tree and he lit on the ground and he started to rock, really rocking around. It was a crazy ditty with a swing and tune. Sing a bop, bop, a boop, a lap, a loom, bam, boom. Bless my soul, rock and roll, flying purple people eater. Pigeon toed, undercoat, flying purple people eater. I like short shorts. Flying purple people eater. What a sight to see. Purple people. Well, he went on his way and then nobody know. I saw him last night on a TV show. He was blowing it out, really knocking him dead. Playing rock and roll music through the horn in his head. I'm never going to get over that. Is he still alive? Because I think we owe him like 10 bucks. I, you know, we he, played he, it about 10 he, times. He, uh, yeah, let's see. I think he might still be alive. No, okay. he's not. He okay. died He died in, actually in, in 2003. Okay, well, then we'll just buy some beer. We'll just buy some beer. Okay, cool. <laughs> At least we have our priorities straight. That's true. That's I'm sure true. he would appreciate the fact that we're going to toast him with beer. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, you know, Leo, I think we have uh, used up our time. Boy, we have we and, ever. And uh, certainly are welcome uh, here in West Virginia. But uh, uh, time for us to get packed up and move on down that road. I, seriously, the, the neighbors are just wondering what's going on with all the hysterical laughter. <laughs> we get that a lot. We get that a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, you know what? Well, um, speaking of that, we need to figure out where we're going. Oh, that's week. right. It's time yeah. to figure that out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's so see. Let's who's see. the turn? I it's can't my remember. turn to throw the dart. Oh, okay. I'll get so the map. So you get the map. Give me okay. a second here. It's in the it's in the closet. This time there. it's buried a little okay. bit. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. Get, get back. It's clear behind what? the coat. I can't find it. I can't find it. Keep digging. I know it's back there. Oh, oh, here it is. Okay. Find it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So get it over there. And you get the wall. You get the dart. You do the dart. Yeah. Get it up on the wall there, though. Okay. Okay. With all the holes on it. Yep. Yep. All right. Got it. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, the dart. Where's the dart? It's back in oh, the spoon, oh, the spoon drawer. drawer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Bring it out there. Careful. Here. Careful. Yeah. Ah, you it. did it again. Okay. I got it. You need it. a band-aid? No. No. You you are bleeding out. That's all right. Okay. Okay. It's, I'll it's merely a flesh wound. It's merely a flesh. Okay. I'm ready. I'm in the circle. You ready? Okay. Here goes. Here go. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, wow, wait. We oh went, man, you we went almost almost off the map on the other side of the country. We're close to another country, we actually. We are close to Canada. Yeah. Holy cow, we're in Washington State. 
Conculli, Washington. Conculli. Conculli, that's a cool name. It is. Uh, I bet it's beautiful up there. Well, I guess we'll have to check it out. I guess we'll find out. We've got that's some a, driving that's, to do. That's a fur piece. We're going to have to get <laughs> it all across the country. <laughs> okay, well, okay. You, you you threw it, so let's yeah. just do it. Oh, You threw it, so you do it. You do it. All right. Well, hey, it's been a fun show, I think. <laughs> we don't know yet. It's been pretty crazy. We're going to have to go back and listen to this and see what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll be back next week with some more tunes. I got a couple saved that I haven't sprung on you yet. And I have a couple that I didn't get out this week either. So All right. we'll, we'll meet back here next time. That's right. Well, um, again, this is the uh, Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio USA. USA. And remember, folks, look out look behind you. It's the Derriere.